0: Monday Night Football's giant showdown between Patrick Mahomes and Jalen Hurts for Chiefs versus Eagles. Everything you need to know, the critical matchups, and our predictions right now on Locked on Chiefs.
1: From the land of the free and the home of the Chiefs, this is the Locked on Chiefs
0: podcast. Welcome back, everybody, for a Sunday Night Live edition. While the Sunday Night game is going on, we are here preparing you for tomorrow night's clash. Of Chiefs and Eagles as we get ready. We're brought to you by LinkedIn Jobs. They help you find the quality, qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster and most importantly for free. You can do that by going to LinkedIn.com slash locked on NFL and post your job for free right now. That's LinkedIn.com slash locked on NFL to post your job for free terms and conditions do apply. We appreciate you making us your first listen here on a night that uh, you don't generally see podcasts come out this late, but Hey, we appreciate you being here with us as well as on the entire network here on the locked on podcast network. Cause that means your team every day for free on every single platform, starting on YouTube, where you can like and sub and hit that bell right now. And you can go over to Spotify and Apple subscribe there for the audio versions. You can get them on any platform. You can find audio podcasts on for free Five days plus a week. You everydayers know that, and we very much appreciate you being here. If you want to subscribe and become an everydayer, we're welcoming everyone aboard right now so we get ready for the second half. Push here and get across to this first contest for the Chiefs against the Eagles, rematch of the last Super Bowl, one that brought home a trophy for them, and it comes down to one thing at the top of all else, and it's quarterback against quarterback. And these two guys have been very, very similar through this season to this point. But I think starting Monday night, this is where they differentiate. And you see Patrick Mahomes, who's been, we can say, struggling if we want to, but certainly hasn't been up to par with his last few seasons, is at a point where I think he can start to rise and they figure a few things out. Jalen Hurts has been injured coming back here, clearly has been productive. But I think right now, that's where the rubber starts to hit the road for the Eagles. I think. These two quarterbacks are going to differentiate themselves, and Patrick Mahomes is going to take this Chiefs team in a direction that gets them closer to the postseason with a little bit more fury. It starts right against the Eagles, and I'm feeling really good about this matchup. Where are you at?
1: I think you got to feel really good about this matchup. They've had two weeks to prepare for this game. They are in a situation where they know the opponent. They've just played them. Uh, obviously teams change over the off season and there are going to be things that are going to be different. The, both their coordinators are gone. So the things won't be the same on the Philly side as, as they will be for Kansas city for the most part. Uh, but I, I think you got to feel good about this game. They don't have Dallas Goddard, which I think is going to be a loss, uh, for them. So we'll see how that goes.
0: Yeah. Dallas Goddard. I mean, critical moves at times. This is an offense that I think could use him, but we've heard all this, this hubbub about how they move the ball, what they do in short yardage situations. I'm sure we'll call it by all of its uh, given names here. As we get on down, down in the show, coming up later, we are going to talk about the keys and the predictions. And One of those is going to be a specific situational key they have to do to get this win. We're also going to cover matchups. But for now, we're going to focus right now on this quarterback matchup. The Chiefs defense has been elevated this whole season. You have two primary targets. Without Goddard, you have A.J. Brown and you have Devontae Smith. I think this plays into where the Chiefs want to go with it because Devontae is is Devontae. Good releases, good acceleration, has good change of direction, but I wouldn't call it elite. All of those things could also be said for Trent McDuffie, who's been playing drastically better in Season 2 than he did in Season 1, and he was very good in Season 1. Knowing that you're going to get a lot of uh, inside Nickel-type matchups there out of the slot. I feel good about what that puts it at. We heard people talk about uh, LeJarrius Sneed. He's going to draw the, the big matchup against A.J. Brown. It's going to be physicality on physicality. Now, in terms of, of just physical pre- presence, uh, and I do believe by weight and height, A.J. Brown wins all three of those categories. But the scrappiness that LeJarrius Snead brings to his job, I think is what balances this scale. And I'm comfortable with that being the prime matchup. A.J. is going to get some catches – but I don't feel like this is a a situation where that matchup has to be dictated to either a bracket or some kind of specialized coverage. I think the chiefs can afford to let what Need match up on with him and make Jalen hurts go somewhere else. Do you see it the same way?
1: I agree with you, but I will say that I know you and I disagree on this part of it. And one thing that they talked about is, and I think it was Spagnuolo talked about this specifically. And they said that uh, as far as he's concerned, he's okay with him going and getting some, uh, penalties early on setting the Mm -hmm. tone, setting the ability to get after the wide receivers. And I think that's important. And uh, I do think that that's actually what they really need to do. I don't really care whether or not he gets a couple of penalties in the first couple of series, because to me, that's setting the tone, that's setting where you are with the players and how you feel about going against those players. And then you're in a situation where while it may not be advantageous to let them have a, a couple of extra penalties, you're probably not going to allow touchdowns on the first couple of drives just because of the way the defense has been playing in general. So set the tone early, get aggressive, and use that to your advantage.
0: Yeah, I I agree. And for me, it's about getting yourself in position so that you have the leverage against Jalen Hurts. That's what it comes down to, whether it's on the ground, but particularly in the air, so that you have the leverage to kind of uh, steer. I don't think he'll be able to straight out dictate where he can put the ball. But I think there's going to be matchup advantages at other places that you're going to have to try to force him to. Does A.J. Brown get a bracket? That's going to be, I think, the big question. I don't think he needs it, but certainly within the realm of possibility. And that does a- afford you the, the advantage of pushing him off of Brown. Here's
1: what I would say, though. I would bracket him. And the reason I would bracket him is because if you can shut him down, the receiving options are a lot are a lot more limited. Uh, and I don't mean just because you're taking away Brown, I'm talking about the fact that if you can shut AJ Brown down for the most part, keep him under you know 60 yards receiving for the night, even if he gets a touchdown, you got to feel great about that. I think uh and look at what they were able to do, Justin Jefferson. But really, where I'm going with that is if you take away Brown, they have Devontae Smith, but then who's their next weapon? Dallas Goddard's not playing in this game. So now you're in a situation where you're gonna be looking at uh, their third and fourth wide receivers who aren't that good. I'm not saying they can't play, but they're not the guys that are going to go for 100, 150 yards against you, and this defense can handle those guys. So to me, I bracket A.J. Brown, take him away, and force him to beat you with other with other players.
0: Yeah, I think that makes a lot of sense. Now, how are they going to get that done? What are the critical matchups? Back and forth on both sides of the ball. We're going to get to that next and coming up later our keys to getting this done, goals, keys, whatever you want to call them, and our predictions. But we thank you guys for being here for Lockdown Chiefs and getting started with us. We are going to be live post-game tomorrow night, so don't miss that one. Uh, Obviously, we'll be time-determined based on the ball game, but you will hear from Matt and Derek as well uh, in our normal post-game live. We appreciate you very much. But those coming up right after a message from our pals, And LinkedIn is really the thing that you want to do because whether you're looking for help right now in game planning, Andy Reid might be doing that. You never know how many offensive quality assistants they're going to be. Whether you are looking to do media for it like we do, there's always somebody that can help you. You need the qualified candidates to have a a candidate pool you can choose from that's right for your business, whether it's large or small, but particularly when it's small, like ours are, uh, it helps to have that that confidence in what you're getting. And that's where LinkedIn jobs comes in. You can feel that those high stakes are in your favor with your small business. And you want to be hundred percent certain that those candidates are the ones that you're looking for. That's why you've got to go to LinkedIn jobs, because that is what helps you find the right people for the right role faster and for free. It makes life super simple. You can post your job and get the candidates you're looking for. That's why small businesses rank LinkedIn jobs, the number one in delivering quality hires Versings the leading competitors, whether it's any other website that you're looking for, it's about who gets to you in order for you to make that hire. LinkedIn Jobs helps you find those qualified candidates that you want to talk to faster. Post your job for free at LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL. That's LinkedIn.com slash LockedOnNFL. You can post your job for free right now. Terms and conditions do apply. My terms and conditions are this, and as we take a look right now at the, the critical pieces of the matchups for this ballgame on Monday Night Football, thank you all for being on the Locked On Podcast Network. Make sure you like and sub and hit the bell on YouTube and join us by subbing on Spotify and Apple. It comes down to a few matchups. None is greater for me outside of the quarterback than it's going to be the left-outside linebacker, the Philadelphia Eagles, one Hassan Reddick, versus the Chiefs' right tackle in Juwan Taylor. And this, I think, is a situation where you've seen Reddick continue his role this season. Um, He had some nice plays in the Super Bowl against this team uh, last season. And I think he's the guy they have to kind of lean on. I I think the pass rush as a whole in Philly is good, but I think it starts and stops with that speed ability of Reddick. And this year, it's playing into what I think is Juwan Taylor's strength in defending that speed rush. We saw him have some struggles early, special penalty-wise, about leaving the line of scrimmage early. I think he's got that straightened out. I don't expect that to be a problem. But his intuitive timing of Patrick Mahomes' cadence gives him the advantage against Reddick, and I think that's going to be a key.
1: Certainly should be a key, and I do think that it's when you start looking at what this matchup is going to mean for Kansas City, It's can are they going to be able to put him on an island? Kansas City is one of the teams that loves to put their tackles on islands, and it's huge. If you can put him on an island and not chip, and one of the things you've seen it t- from time to time this season is chipping on guys from the tight end or the wide receivers even, or even sometimes the running backs. The problem is, is that when you do that, maybe you chip them too far inside and then it gets to tackle off balance going to the inside, which causes another problem. So can you leave those guys on an island becomes a huge deal for Kansas City. If they can do that, then you get guys out in routes uh, sooner. And then you're in a situation where you've got five guys going against However, many they decide to drop into to coverage, which you got to feel pretty good about, uh, you know, with Travis Kelsey out there, probably taking two guys regardless.
0: And that's going to be the thing. And there's a possibility here. If you look at week nine and, and who played the most snaps, uh, it comes down to Nicholas Morrow at, at 40% of the snaps. I'm sorry, 95% of the coverage snaps and Zach Cunningham, who played 100% of them. Uh, those two linebackers are guys that Travis Kelsey's played before. And for the most part, trust has come out not just closely uh, ahead, but but well ahead. And so I think that does force the, the Philly defense into trying to make another adjustment. And it has to be those guys plus safety help. And I think that for me is what Patrick Mahomes has to identify early. And I think it has to be uh, not only the, 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 fifth, the first 15. We know that they're going to run good plays and they're going to have a rhythm there. It's after that. It's identifying where the ball needs to go and getting it out of his hand. There's two quarterbacks in particular. Both these guys have had three-plus seconds to throw so far this season. Uh, Jalen Hurts actually exceeding Patrick Mahomes 3.14, I think it is. Patrick needs to get the ball out quicker. This The quick game is going to be intensely important, particularly all through the first half, because I think that they have a, an opportunity to build a lead there. And it's got to be, where's the double coming towards Patrick? Uh, I'm sorry, towards Travis and where does Patrick go in, in the meantime? Is it kadari Sony inside? Is it Sky Moore on a drag? Are they going back to some of the more intricate routes rather than what has been, honestly, a little bit vanilla route running from the wide receiver group to this point?
1: Yeah, and you bring it up, and the question that I'm going to have is what are they going to do with the on the other side with Jalen Hurts? Because you talk about those guys having time to throw. Jalen Hurts hasn't been playing very well outside the pocket. How is that going to play into this game? Uh, If they can get him off his mark, if Chris Jones can crash the pocket, if they can get interior pressure, that is actually really going to help Kansas City because he's not throwing the ball near as well this season as he has in the past. Now, I'm not saying that can't change. Uh, Obviously, if he has a a good game in that regard, it changes things. But so far this season, he hasn't really been as crisp outside the pocket. And so if you can get him off his mark, that will change how you attack him on defense. When you look at the offensive side and you look at Mahomes, you look at the wide receivers – that he's going to be happy, he and he may end up having another guy that he hasn't had in, in weeks in Richie James. It's possible Richie James is back for this game. They activated him to the active roster, so it's possible they're going to bring him up for this game. We'll see. Uh, Reed said, I believe, on Friday or Saturday, they didn't think they were going to bring him up, but they did activate him. So now we're sitting in a situation where maybe he's going to play in this game,
0: yeah. And I, I think that gives <clears throat> a lift to the return game, possibly. Uh, I, I think it gives you. Uh, Another guy that can run some various routes, which allows you to, I think, move Skymore and Rasheed Rice in particular around. The question's going to be Kadarius Tony. We heard Andy Reid also speak about keeping him um, so that he can survive the entire season. That was uh, the point Andy was making. And I don't know, despite this being probably now with what we've seen with both the Bills and the Bengals, Joe Burrow is out for the season at this point. Um, the, The stretch schedule here, doesn't look as daunting as it previously did. This could be the highlight of the second half, the most difficult matchup they have. And so for me, that tells me it should be all engines ahead for Kadarius Tony, And that should be the matchup that plays off of, of whatever coverage you get for Travis Kelsey. The question is going to be, is Andy ready to pull that trigger?
1: That's a great question. And I think it's, it's going to be, we're going to find out a lot about the Chiefs in this game. And I don't mean that because it is the kickoff of the second half of the season. I think it's more of it's the second half of the season also, but you're going up against probably the best team in the NFL. Now, they're not the best defense in the NFL. There is going to be a big difference there. Uh, Their defense is not as good as they were last year, but their offense is playing just as well. They have the best record. Right now, the NFC is not the AFC, so that's also something you take into consideration. But Kansas City on paper should be able to – play very well against this Philadelphia defense. Again, they're not the same defense that they were last year, and I do think that that matters. The other big question that you have to wonder is, what are they going to do to try to slow down a guy like Jalen Carter? Carter has been a guy that's been on a tear in the middle of the of the defensive line for Philadelphia. What is Kansas City going to do uh, putting one guy on Carter Carter's, not worked out for most teams, not saying that they can't do it, but it hasn't been working out very well for most teams that have tried it so far this year?
0: And then that's going to be the question with this interior three is is how they choose to play, because I agree, so much potential there. What can it do against an elite interior trio? I want to see what Jalen Carter brings and how they choose to address it, because wherever that double T moves around the front, I think is going to be key. It's also going to be a key for the Kansas City Chiefs and how they attack their front. We're going to talk about that as well as our predictions coming up here in just a minute. But. Have some special news for you. Not only do you want to sub to this channel on YouTube as well as Spotify and Audible and all the other Locked On shows. Maybe you want to check out the Eagles show this week. But we have our first ever 24-7 streaming service right now. Locked On Sports Today is the name of the channels here on YouTube. You can watch it 24-7 for all of the network contributions to this NFL. All of our national shows for every league. You can go to Locked On Sports Today right now. Like and subscribe and hit that. Every national sports for 24-7 streaming on one channel. Go check that out.
1: Did the game just go into timeout? It is time to order with DoorDash. Is it halftime? That's ordering time. Two-minute warning, you got it. That's your cue to order in. Lots of different places you can go uh, and lots of different things you can order, but DoorDash can bring them right to your door. If you want to order wings, pizza, soda, burgers, or even just buns, you can get them all on DoorDash and get it delivered without missing the game. Get up to 50% off, up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCKED23, if I was the one ordering DoorDash, I'd be ordering from from Kansas City Joe's. I'd want some barbecue during this game. It's going to be a great game against the Eagles. Cannot wait for it. And again, it's simple to get $10 off, up to 50% off, Up to $10 value when you get $15 or more on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCK23, subject to change, terms do apply. That's 50% off up to a $10 value when you spend $15 or more on your first order. When you download the DoorDash app and enter code LOCK23, subject to change, terms apply.
0: So when I take a look, uh, thank you all again your subscription and being here on, on a special Sunday live stream. While there's Sunday night football going on, we have Monday night dead in our sights. This is what this week is about for the Kansas City Chiefs as well as the Philadelphia Eagles. If you're with us live, we very much appreciate you. Uh, Tracy, nice to see you again. Glad that you made it back. ton of folks in here that we very much appreciate. From Darius, Steve, Barbara, <clears throat> Zen, appreciate you as well. Stacy, nice to see you. That's what happens when we do something special like this. And we like to give you the notices. You can get those by clicking that bell on YouTube, and it'll let you know when we're coming out. If you want that much more, go check out the text line. It's 816-357-8781, and you can get into our instant updates, converse back and forth with us, uh, and we might even throw something good on the, on the show if, if we have those conversations there uh, via text. It's a lot more direct, and uh, we're really looking to add a lot of folks to that. We appreciate you guys checking it out. Now, when it comes down to the keys here, we talked about some of the critical matchups. But the number one thing for me to beating this Philadelphia team comes down to this. It's got to be third and six. This defense has been great. We'll talk about pressure and everything else that has to happen. But the key is not allowing it to be two things for me. Either that quarterback sneak attack that if you're outside of, I'd say three yards, it's probably improbable that you're going to use that very relatively well. So that's number one, but it's also about the slant options because both Devontae Smith and A.J. Brown run a slant very well. Different body types, certainly, but that's something the Chiefs defense, even when they're playing well, has been susceptible in the past. And that, for me, the edge is right there about six yards. So it's about stacking first and second down to get them in third and long. That's one of my keys to this ballgame.
1: game. Mikey, win the turnover battle you do that i think everything else takes care of itself and i know that seems like it's so easy to say and it's a, a does situation for every single game but Kansas City has done that and missed it on, out on it multiple times and that's cost them huge chances in different games uh you know the denver game i don't think that the denver game gets away from them if they don't turn the ball over as much as they did i mean you give the ball over to the other team you allow them to stay in the game denver is not a better team than Kansas City but The other thing that I will say is that I'm actually somewhat happy that 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 loss happened when it did. I do think it got them refocused. I do think it got them ready for the second half of the season, and I think it also helped get them ready for Miami. You never want to lose, but there were so many things that they did wrong in that game that weren't really just flukes, but they know that they can fix them. And if you can fix the turnovers and you can get back to a point where even if you just lose a turnover battle by one, you can probably beat the Eagles. But if you lose it by more than one, you're going to have a really hard time against a good team.
0: It makes a lot of sense. Uh, Especially on short fields. Sorry. Yeah, absolutely. And and these two quarterbacks have given the ball away 15 and 17 times, respectively. So it is about limiting that. It it goes a long way in controlling the overall game script. It is about drives and drives to completion to points. Whether those points are touchdowns or for field goals is going to have an outcome as well. We're going to talk about our predictions here coming up in just a minute but the other ramp up that I that I want to be specific about how to address the quarterback and again is from the defensive side for me because we've seen a bit of an evolution for Steve Spagnuolo who's been able to use the front in all this various demonstrated groupings but he's also added a few new wrinkles as well yes you're still going to see some nickel corner blitzes you're still going to see a safety blitz at times but the linebackers are coming for you too and that's the difference when Jalen Hurts has been blitzed this season, effectively, he's seven touchdowns to five interceptions at this point. When he's not, he's eight touchdowns to three interceptions. It is a dramatic uptick in the ability to take the ball from the Eagles when you blitz Jalen Hurts. The question is, how do you do it without getting caught? And that's where Steve Spagnuolo and his mad scientist routine gives you enough variability that I think that that's going to be a key to this game as well. I want to see it in the A-gaps. I think it's got to be Willie Gay. Obviously, you wish you had Nick Bolton. Drew Tranquil can do it if you want. Maybe we even get to see Leo Chanel jump in there and attack, mug it up like he did at Wisconsin. I would love to see that, but it's got to be something that throws off the rhythm of Jalen Hurts and allows you to attack him. The pressure is the key for me.
1: Pressure is going to be huge, and I completely agree with you. I think that if you can get pressure on Hurts, you're going to have a, you're going to be in a great situation to be able to win this game. You know, the big question when it comes to pressure in Kansas City is. Where's it going to be coming from? And the other thing that I love going into this matchup is Spagnuolo's had two weeks to prepare for this. He, I guarantee you he has different ideas as to how he's going to attack Philly that he's attacked other teams this season. Uh, and maybe he's used some of the blitzes he's going to use against Philly on a regular basis. But I, I'm betting there's one or two that he hasn't really used very much. You'd have to be watching every single game of the Chiefs this year to have a chance to figure out that they're going to be sending a blitz from that person or from that lineup or however you want to dress it up. But he has been great at dressing things up. Now, the other side of that pressure, and you talk about not getting caught, is sometimes you're not necessarily blitzing, but you're not sending all the defensive linemen. And that can be huge for this team as well. But you're going to have to realize that you're going to have times where you're going to have your defensive ends or your defensive tackles dropping into shallow zones to cover passes. That's part of sending pressure from a different spot. And I know some people hate it, but it's part of the way that they get pressure. And I know you hate it. I understand it, oh, but me nuts. I understand it drives you nuts. But it's also how they get pressure at times. True. They overload different sides.
0: You're absolutely right. And that variability does win in the end. I, I do believe that. Just makes me cringe a little bit, but that's okay. Yeah,
1: and I'm not saying you got to use it a lot. I'm just saying that it's something that he's done and he's done it enough to show that it is going to cause some pressure. It may not get home every time and you may get burnt by it once or twice, but it's a variability that they have to plan that, def- that the offense has to plan for and the defense is going to use to get pressure.
0: Yeah. And in the end... What can you do to take Philly out of what Philly is? The short yardage game, um being able to just dump the ball willingly. I think the running backs are going to play a key as well, but I, I, I'm more comfortable this year <clears throat> with the linebacker coverage and the ability for the safeties to come down and still get to the wings so you don't give up the edge in the run game as often. Um, So I feel pretty good about that. The question is going to be is what does Hurts himself do? I know that there is a knee injury and folks' are concerned about him coming back from it. Um, Looks like the brace is off. Uh, But 100%, I don't think we're going to see that. The question is going to be just how much can he do. Uh, And if you keep him in the longer uh, third down situations, like I was talking about, I think you're going to be better off for it. So that said, the way that I see this game coming down, my prediction for Monday Night Football is that the Chiefs are going to have to come from behind in this game. I think it's going to be a little bit more up and down for the Chiefs roller coaster, as we've seen this season than it is for the Philadelphia Eagles. I'd love it if they could build a first-half lead. But I do think that the Eagles are going to take the lead at some point during this ballgame, and it's going to end with the Chiefs coming back. I see this as a very tight ballgame, and one about maybe three plays, turn it. Could it be turnovers? It certainly could. Could it be getting a big play to Kadarius Tony Or, or... Sabreshe Rice actually fulfills some of his potential on the outside? I think that could be a key as well. I see the Chiefs winning this at home, 28-27, but it's going to be a roller coaster.
1: So you think that they're going to allow the most points that they've had this season on defense against the Philadelphia Eagles? I could see it. I, I'm not saying that I don't think it's possible. I do think it's, it's possible. I don't know if it's probable. Uh, I do think that this defense is going to be coming into this game. And I think the defense, and one of the things, if you watched any of the stuff that the Chiefs put out, and any of the players that actually talked, they were pissed off they allowed 35 points last time. This game is going to mean something to them in a very big way because they want to make sure they're not going to have uh, allowing them to get 35 points. Even 20, I don't even think they're going to want to allow them to get you know 24, 25, 27 points, whatever. This defense is going to be going after a very low scoring game. From the Philadelphia Eagles and it's going to be because they're going to be aggressive. Is it possible they get beat a couple of times over the, over the top and that changes things? Yes, it is. Uh, to me, I think Kansas City wins this game. I, th- I just think that Andy Reid is so good out of a buy. I think Mahomes has been working with Andy Reid trying to figure out how they're going to get through the offensive issues. And one of the things that they can address on the offensive side isn't anything that really has anything to do with the wide receiver snare as much as it is Mahomes. He's missed some guys at times. Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying to be overly critical of him. But my point is, is that if he cleans that part of it up, it changes things for everybody else. And that's something he can work on by himself. And I guarantee you he's watching the film over the, over the, the bye week. So I'm looking at this game. I'm thinking Kansas City wins. I'm going to say 27-21.
0: Okay. So I have it a one-point game. You have it a seven. It was a three-point game in Super Bowl 57. So this uh, 57 and a half Super Bowl, we'll see what happens. Matt coined that term, I think. So you guys, uh, Matt six, back yeah. uh, uh, we're going we're gonna to have a good time with it. And we are going to be live post-game, folks. So don't miss that. Uh, I see some of you are putting your predictions in the chat as well. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Put it in the regular comments. Uh, as once we're live, that will be available on replay. And we'd like to track that in the comments section. While you're in there, give it a thumbs up if you would. We appreciate that. And if you're not a subscriber yet, get in there and get with the rest of the Locked On Podcast Network because everybody does this for every team all the time. Uh, as strange as it is, it's all the NFL and it's even some uh, some stuff that's a lot of fun. Shout out to my guys on the Locked On NFL and HL Fantasy Show because they're helping me win my hockey league this year. So cheers, gentlemen. Let me
1: know what you all think. I want to know what you want, what you think <laughs> about the new background.
0: Absolutely. We appreciate you. It's going to be a long Monday. So look for us to be live post-game. Matt Derek will be here after the pressures. It'll be a little bit delayed. It will be a late evening, but we will be live for you. We hope that you will join us then. Have a great Monday in anticipation of Chiefs versus Eagles, and we will talk to you tomorrow night.